Do you want to improve your entrepreneurial mindset? Learn new business skills? Understand marketing digital and the social media landscape? Then you are listening to the right podcast. Welcome to the Lebo Lion Show, the biggest marketing and entrepreneurship podcast on the African continent. Join me, your host, Lebo Lion SA, as we have courageous conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and marketers that you should know. Subscribe to the Lebo Lion Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to be the first to get a notification every second Tuesday of the month when we release a new episode. You can even tune in on YouTube at Lebo Lion SA to see a video version of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Lion Tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Come let me teach you a lesson. Come let me teach you a lesson. Level line with the tweets. Follow me back to my nest. Level line with the podcast. Teach you lesson because I got class. Level line with the impact. You be lying, that's a real fact. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Let me learn your song. Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. 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 Come here, let me learn your song. Greetings, Pod Tribe. Welcome to another episode, another bangin' episode of the Lebo Lion Show. I'm currently obsessed with two things the word bangin' and TikTok. Let's talk quickly about the word bangin' and how specifically it's pronounced. Towards the end of last year, I randomly decided that my team and I were going to find words to say when we're on production sets that would help us feel energized and upbeat because we spend so many hours on sets. And the word I chose for myself was the word bangen. And you have to say it like that. The pronunciation, it just came to me, but we have to say it like that. It came to me unprovoked and it has to be said like that. And it reminds me of the Fresca cold drink ads from the 90s. I know this reveals my age. I think I was around five years old in 1995. And I remember watching TV and there was a guy, a Nigerian actor, and he would say, nothing tastes like Fresca. And I feel like I'm not even doing this thing justice. So I found an audio clip on YouTube and I'm going to play it for you guys so you know what I'm talking about. So that's my inspiration for the word bangen and I absolutely love it. Do you have words or things that you use and say and do that help you feel energized? Let me know in the comment section below. It would be really interesting to know if I'm the only one who does this or if there are people out there who are just as loony as me. The second thing that I'm currently obsessed about at the moment is TikTok. And that also happens to be the topic for today's podcast. Now, social media is a tricky, tricky, tricky landscape 
because it can feel like there's always a new social media platform that's popping up that we need to know, that we need to use in our digital marketing strategy. I'm here to tell you that TikTok is not a fad or an app for young people. TikTok is absolutely 100% the girl that she thinks she is. And she's growing into a social media giant relatively quickly. In this podcast, we're going to learn about what TikTok is and why it's so important. In next week's podcast, we'll talk about how to use TikTok successfully in your social media strategy for 2022. This is going to be exciting, guys. I want us all to be on this TikTok wave. I believe that this is where the next wave of influential people is going to come from. They're already coming from there. We're seeing it a lot with entertainers, comedians, dancers, and musicians. So we should not be sleeping on these platforms. Whenever you find that there's a platform where celebrities are being made or people are being made relevant, then you know that platform has a lot of attention and a lot of brands on it and a lot of money circulating through it. So you need to hop onto it before the rules of the game become even stricter and harder to navigate through for the average player. You want to get there before it gets too tough. It's like getting onto Instagram five, seven years ago. You know, it was much easier than getting onto it now. So what is TikTok? My favorite description of TikTok is from an article in the New York Times that describes TikTok as a refreshing outlier in the social media universe that's genuinely fun to use. I mean, how beautiful is that? And I think it's true. I agree and relate 100% to this description. But to be professional and to talk about this from a business perspective, TikTok is a short form video sharing app that allows users to create and share 15 second to three minute videos on any topic. And you know how many active users TikTok has currently? One billion monthly active users. That's big. Out of the 4.8 billion internet users in the world, 20.83% use TikTok. That is a lot of people. And we cannot sleep on that. You know, we need to be aware of what that means. And out of 4.48 billion active social media users, 22.32% use TikTok on a regular basis. TikTok, this is a cool stat. TikTok has been downloaded over 3 billion times. That is huge. I really love this stat about TikTok because for me, I believe that we're moving into a social media and online experience where people want A, shareability, but B, permanence, you know? And I think the permanence element is what's going to make advertising online even more expensive than it ever was. So what I mean by permanence is how permanent is the post? How often can the person keep watching that post? You know, so for example, Twitter has very low permanence, if none at all, because once you tweet something, it kind of goes and it disappears very quickly. But when you can download something like a podcast, like a video, that video is permanently on somebody's device. They can share it anywhere. They don't just have to share it on the platform they downloaded it on, but it's also permanent in the sense that 
Anyone who chooses to advertise on that specific video, for example, will be able to reach as many people who see the video as possible. And they're not limited to the growth or the community on the one platform that the ad was created for. It will reach anybody who gets to see the ad by virtue of it being downloadable and shareable on any platform. So I think the more permanence a social media platform is going to offer in the long run is actually going to be a big selling point. And I think it's going to change the game quite significantly. Permanence also allows us to share things offline or share things off conventional social media. So I can share it on my WhatsApp in private groups. All of those things matter because that's how you create virality. That's how you create conversations about your brand. That's how you create awareness. And that's how you get extra customers without additional ad spend. So I think that's a very important point that TikTok has been downloaded three billion times. Every time you hear statistics about a social media app, you have to tie them into use, right? You have to tie them into value. Never just listen to the numbers for the sake of listening to the numbers. Ask yourself, if people are downloading, what does this mean for my business? How can I use the element of downloading to help me reach people or create more sales, achieve my objectives, whatever the case may be, but never just listen to the numbers as if they just to be heard because they're actually there to be used, to be implemented into your strategy. The history behind TikTok is that it stems from a 15 second video streaming app called Musical.ly. And I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly because I know in this country in South Africa, Musical.ly or Musical.ly didn't really become a very big thing. And at the time, Musical.ly had over 100 million users up until August 2018. The app allowed users a plethora of music and dialogue options with which they could lip sync and make funny or entertaining videos. The app was wildly popular with some content creators rising to the hall of fame based on their engaging content on Musical.ly. The users shared Musical.ly videos on social media platforms like Instagram, further driving the app's popularity. However, in 2018, the app was taken over by a Chinese company called ByteDance and its users were moved to TikTok. All of the content and accounts that were present on Musical.ly were automatically transferred to the new TikTok app. TikTok maintains a separate app for the Chinese market known as Douyin, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's D-U-Y-I-N, Douyin, which has over 300 million active users. The new app's logo is a combination of the Musical.ly logo and the Douyin logos. I mean, I didn't know this until I searched for it and researched it, so I thought that was pretty cool, you know? And it's it's interesting because they actually onboarded Musical.ly users onto TikTok, so they didn't leave the value of Musical.ly or destroy it. Um, once they purchased the app, they just took what was valuable from it and then put it on a different platform or a better platform or a renamed platform. And I think that's really smart because I think we're living in a world where the culture right now is buy, destroy or buy and use as is. So this was very cool because they bought, they took what was valuable, then they left the rest. And I think there's so much we can learn from that. But today's podcast is not about that. So far... 
TikTok has bought in 17 billion in 2019, which is a sizable revenue increase of over double the previous year's 7.4 billion in 2018. And in just under four years since the launch in September 2016, ByteDance investors valued TikTok slash Doyen at $50 billion in July 2020. With a rumored valuation of 110 to 180 billion dollars, TikTok and Buyin's parent company ByteDance is now the world's most valuable startup. Let me say that again. Rumored with a with a rumored valuation of 110 to 180 billion dollars, TikTok and Buyin's parent company ByteDance is now the world's most valuable startup. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, this all sounds great, but is TikTok bigger than Facebook? Like, why is it so relevant? The simple answer to that is no, TikTok is not bigger than Facebook. In terms of the social media ranking, TikTok ranks seventh on the list of most popular social media platforms in the world. Let me give you a quick list or a quick breakdown of the highest ranking social media platforms by active users. I'll give you the top seven. The first one is Facebook with 2.853 billion active users. YouTube is number two with 2.291 billion active users. WhatsApp is number three with 2 billion users. Instagram is number four with 1.386 billion users. Facebook Messenger is number five with 1.3 billion users. WeChat is number six with 1.2.4 billion users. And TikTok is number seven with one billion users. These figures are important. And I could literally do an entire podcast on how to break down numbers and statistics that were given about apps. But what I will tell you is this. The market share matters. This is how many people, how many eyes and attention a brand or a product or service has. So the 1 billion, the 1.24 billion, all of these numbers, these are people. It shows you how many people are using these apps, how many eyes, how much attention, how many opportunities are present for you on all of these platforms. So use these numbers when you are deciding which platforms you want to invest your time and money into in 2022. Let this guide your digital marketing strategy so that you can also manage your expectations understand what you can get out of it and create a strategy that actually fits the platform for what it can offer you. For me, the most important element about TikTok is that it is deemed as the most engaging app of all the social media networks with an average session length of 10.85 minutes. That's double Pinterest minutes, which ranks at number two for engagement. The average person in the United States will open the TikTok app about eight times a day. Advertising brands need to pay attention. TikTok has an engagement rate of 5.3% on accounts with 100,000 plus followers, compared to Instagram with 1.1% and Twitter with 0.3%. In a recent influencer marketing hub study, TikTok user profiles with 100,000 plus followers have the highest engagement. Woo! Guys, if you're a marketer like me, if you're a money maker, this stat is everything. 
TikTok has an engagement rate of 5.3% on accounts with over 100,000 plus followers. This is compared to Instagram that has 1.1% and Twitter which has 0.3%. What does this mean? It means that the more followers somebody has on TikTok, the more engaged their audience is by percentage points. And this means that you can profit from scaling on TikTok, from growing on TikTok in a way that you can't from other social media networks. It means that there's a larger percentage of somebody's audience that's engaged on their content when they're on TikTok versus on other social media platforms. So when brands actually try to work with TikTokers who have a lot more followers, they're doing the right thing and they're maximizing the attention and the opportunities that they can unearth from that because TikTok users are highly engaged, especially on accounts with a lot of followers. This is big. This is a game changer for marketers, for business people. You want this because our aim at the end of the day on social media is to reach the most people possible so we can make the most sales possible and achieve the most objectives. So the numbers matter and it's not complex. The bigger, the better. Essentially, that's what they're saying. And one thing that I always want to know about every social media network is their most viral content categories. Because as creators, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs, we need to understand what kind of content is preferred or most consumed on every single social media network. This will help you manage your success expectations, understand how much competition and attention there is for the content you share, and how to strategically position yourself on the platform so that you can get the most out of it. It's interesting to me because one of the questions I always get from people is, which social media platform should I be using for my business, right? And there's so many factors to consider. And I always say to people, firstly, use the platform you're comfortable with. But I think that if you're going to be a company that has social media managers or you're an owner who knows how to do marketing, who knows how to do the digital stuff, then you need to be looking at platforms from this perspective, you know? What kind of content trends where? What kind of content would I be creating for my product? And which of those platforms has the most engagement, has the most eyes, has the most attention? Then you go for that platform and you create your content in the form that works for that platform. So guys, like I said before, take these numbers seriously. This is not a joke. It's not just me trying to sound smart and say all these big numbers. It's actually really vital for your social media strategy. And I don't think enough people think about the numbers before they create their strategy. And that's why they struggle so much with getting any value from social media. The numbers matter. The numbers matter. I will never stop saying this. The numbers matter. So here are the top 10 TikTok categories. We have entertainment, which is leading the pack at almost 600 million views. Then we have dance at almost 200 million. Pranks at less than 200 million. Fitness and sports. Home, reno, and DIY, beauty and skincare, fashion, recipes and cooking, life hacks and advice, pets, outdoors. And, you know, the interesting thing is entertainment is significantly leading the pack. The rest of the categories 
are significantly less, you know, and it says a lot about what kind of platform TikTok is and how it should be used. Now, I'm not saying that you can't sell or win on TikTok if you are not sharing entertainment, but I am saying that what you are sharing should have entertainment value because you're competing with entertainment, which is easy to watch. Um, you know, it's, it grabs attention very quickly. So if you're selling something that doesn't necessarily fall into entertainment, try to make what you're doing as entertaining as possible. While business is not featured on this list, and you know, business seldom is featured on most of these social media lists. It doesn't mean you can't win as a business influencer or educator online. Of all of the business topics, I'm, I'm saying marketing, finance, you know, personal development, etc. Of all of those topics, the most viral and the one that grows the easiest is finance, which is why you are seeing a rise in financial content creators because it's, it's just too easy in the sense of growth, you know? That's what people are looking for the most online when they search for business content. And that's what brands are paying for the most online when they're looking for business influencers. The two elements that make the social media giant so successful are one, and I think this is probably the biggest reason, it's a strategy everybody's praising about TikTok, and that's the localized content. This essentially means local content for local users. In the marketing field, we call this localization, the process of ensuring content is appropriate for both the culture and language of the target country. Localization delves into the traditions and trends of a place, as well as the likes and habits of the audience that lives there. I know for a lot of people they'll call this customization, but customization doesn't necessarily always encompass culture, you know? Customization can be adding little stickers to your shoe, for example, which, which is what they do with Crocs. But localization is being very specific. It's a very specific kind of customization that's all about culture. That's all about language and how people do things. It's very specific to that place. Whereas for general customization, isn't necessarily specific to a culture. It's just specific to a brand and what they're offering. Two different things. The beauty about this is that TikTok caters to local users' interests on a global scale. It displays specific features for each of its diverse markets. And you know, as the world becomes more homogenized because of how connected we are by the internet right and we start to share cultures and things start to merge what's important to maintain different cultures to keep us heterogeneous because diversity is good right without diversity it makes it much harder to sell it actually limits competition it does a lot of bad things for the market so we want the diversity we want us to be heterogeneous and localization actually maintains and protects heterogeneousness. I hope I'm saying that correctly, that the word heterogeneousness actually exists, but it protects diversity and it actually respects it by nurturing it, right? And catering for it. So an example of localization on TikTok 
would be a Julius Malema challenge, right? Or an Amapiano challenge. That's very specific to South African culture. And maybe in India, um, it would be a Bollywood movie challenge or a Bollywood dancing challenge. So, so that's what we mean by localized content. It's basically local content for local users. And it allows people to actually participate more and to feel more seen and included. So in terms of building a community, getting people to onboard, uh, growing the platform, it's a great, great element of the platform because it allows it to understand people, cater to them and grow with them and respect their culture. The second element that makes TikTok so valuable is that it allows for easy content creation, easy content sharing, and easy content viewing. TikTok gives you all the tools that you need to create content from scratch within the app. I cannot stress enough how important it is for apps to keep us in the app. That's why in previous podcasts I've said that you find that platforms like Instagram, for example, and and Twitter penalize your reach when you post external links because they need people to stay on the platform for as long as possible. So if you have a, an app, a social media app that allows you to create content from start to finish, it has all the apps, everything, then you know that's a real competitor. On TikTok, you can score your music, create green screen effects, react to videos, and do duets with fellow TikTokers. And this doesn't even begin to cover all the video editing capabilities, filters, and text options that TikTok gives you. TikTok essentially allows the user to be a creator without leaving the app. And that, like I said, extends the amount of time that each user spends on the app. And we can see this from a previous stat that I shared in this podcast when I said, Of all of the apps on social media, TikTok has the longest use. So people actually spend the longest amount of time on TikTok. That is impressive. And that's why this app cannot be ignored. It is a giant. It's going to become even more relevant because the content is of video format. And we know that video is it. Video is it. YouTube is a beast because of video. TikTok is a beast because of video and any platform that has video or audio is going to become probably the main player in the next two years. I would love to unpack TikTok strategy pillars in another podcast because I think it would be really great for us as entrepreneurs and professionals to to know about and talk about so we can implement them in our own strategies because these strategies are business strategies. They're not necessarily just strategies to use on TikTok. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. I am so happy that we are continuing on this consistency train. Another podcast in the bag. I feel good about myself. I thought recording consistently would become easier by now, but it isn't, you know. Um, What it is becoming, though, is just less painful. So it's not like it's easier for me to get up and record and plan and research, but the process of it is feeling less painful. And I think that's probably it, right? The less painful it feels, 
the the closer you're getting to something becoming an ingrained habit. So I'm excited about that. And before we leave, you guys know that I have published a book and the book is called Audacity. I'm actually holding it right now and I wish I could show you. But we have sold out our first 300 copies within the space of a month without a launch, without any of the conventional structures that you actually need to sell. So thank you guys. This is only possible because of everyone who follows, everyone who buys, everyone who interacts, everyone who reads the blog post. I mean, I cannot thank you guys enough. We're literally in the process of printing more books because there's so much demand across the continent and we need to meet it, right? My team and I are overwhelmed, excited. We're just so happy that this is happening and we can't wait to get more people onto the Audacity Squad because we're going to change the world for women. We're going to change the world. It's going to be safer. We're gonna have more successful women. It's gonna be okay for women to have opinions and be ambitious and all these wonderful things. So Audacity, if you don't have it, you need it. And we have a waiting list on my website, www.lebolion.com. You can just go on the pre-order section, place your order, and you will get your order within the first week of March 2022. So thank you everyone for supporting us. And don't forget, we have such a fun website on www.labelline.com. I've just published a new article called New Normal, New Behavior? Basically, I'm talking about our appetite as a society and corporate for change, for innovation, for technology. Do we really have it? Do we believe in it? Or do we want things to go back to the way things were? You know, and personally, I found that a lot of people still really want to stay with the way things were before COVID. And unfortunately, COVID is saying, nope, that's not possible. So please go to my website on my blog. It's called The Marketing Minute because you get to read the articles in one minute. They're very, very quick reads. So go to my website www.lebolion.com and you will find the blog post there. Please like, comment, let's grow this thing. I've got big plans, big, big, big plans, big, big content plans for us. I'll see you again next week on another episode of the Lebo Lion Show. And don't forget to also tune into our YouTube channel where we're talking about consistency and hashtag finish up Feb. I'll be talking about the national lunch date with Paul Tusi and Mr. Smeg. We're going to be talking about celebrity marketing. I mean, it's a party day. It's a party. So tune in once again for the last time. Until next time, I'll see you next week on the Lebo Lion Show. And don't forget, the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time.